Welcome. Wow. To the shutdown full cast. Oh, we we went long. You add a vowel to it each week. Son, we're we're from below the Mason Dixon line. I I have no I have no shortage of vowels to add to things. Two podcasts have a longer intro each week: Bodega Boys and us. Do you think there's a correlation? Because I don't actually think it's longer each week. Respectfully, Jason, do you think there's a correlation between wow. how long the welcome is, the how good and how good the episode is, and in what direction does it go? No. Okay. No. Yes. All right. I think it reflects Spencer's degree of confidence. Yeah. Oh, that's not, that's never good news. No, no. (laughs) Y'all are in trouble. I think it reflects how likely Spencer is to sing. That might be true. Um, That might be true. I was going to, I was going to bust out a song. So you've already caught me on this. (laughs) I was feeling, I'm feeling a little punchy tonight. Mm -hmm. So yeah, some singing's going to happen. Why is tonight different from other nights, Papa? (laughs) Tonight, Daddy got into the Italian sparkling wine. Oh, God. <laughs> Again, why is tonight oh, different from other nights? <laughs> Daddy, Daddy keeps this consistent. All right. Where, where is, uh, the, where is the most in, um, incongruent place you've had prosecco or cava? Regal Cinemas. <laughs> There's nothing celebratory about. Is that true? I Have mean, you done that? Where, where haven't oh, I? Yeah. Where haven't I had sparkling wine is a better question. I know, but, like, uh, is there somewhere you've done it particular? Like, have you had it at a West Virginia tailgate? And if not, can we fix that? I have, let's see, I think I have consumed Italian sparkling wine at a La Quinta. That's... <laughs> now I just feel I... bad for you, i got to be honest. No, yeah, no, I that was, was great. In... It was a fine time. Wait, was this the La Quinta in Moscow? Uh, no, no, no. I believe this was one in Gainesville, Florida. I had sparkling wine. Oh, the story gets better. I consumed, uh, some Prosecco on Christmas Eve in the La Quinta in Gainesville, Florida, watching the Hawaii Bowl. This is second in holiday sadness only to the time you had Thanksgiving at Whataburger. Man, I hate Christmas. I hate it. Just... I, I can't We're not doing this again. Holly tore us apart last time we did this. Deep burning passion. No, no, I, I, you know what? He's won me over. Spencer does hate Christmas, and he should because Christmas is for people who have someone they love. So, so out here in the recording studio, I hung Christmas lights all around my back porch. Mm-hmm. It's great. You should try it. It'll, uh, uh-huh. it'll, it'll, it'll. I'll be a better able to endure Christmas this year after having uh, lived with this. I'll, I'll just be, I'll just be used to it. You're building up your immunity. Yeah, I'm building up a tolerance for Christmas. Sure. Right. You all remain the worst, but in different ways. If you own an Italian sparkling wine company and want to sponsor the full cast, like, we're right here. Yeah. Send it over. Send it over, uh, friend. This will be, yeah, Ryan, this will be part of our nascent dirtbag wine mom empire. 100%. 100%. Yeah, like, like tired micro... My other car is Chardonnay. Tired microbrewery. Wired home champagne making. Step one, Soda Stream. <laughs> West Virginia two, sparkling dual wine. Dual Italian citizenship. <laughs> Step one, buy some grapes. Step three, go to a country that doesn't have an extradition treaty with the United States. Cool. <laughs> Tonight, 
uh, tonight we do have... Speaking of extradition. Speaking of extradition. Speaking, you know, the ultimate, the ultimate punching up. I don't know. Go with it. Tonight. The ultimate rivalry, I would say. The ultimate rivalry between... The ultimate home and home. Extradition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a road game and a home game. Damn. Segway nailed it. This is... uh, Jason, you have a fascinating concept for tonight's discussion of college football on this here, the internet's only college football podcast. So, regardless of when you, the reader, are reading this podcast, the original inspiration for this is the fact that Colorado and Nebraska are playing football in week two of 2019. Of course, this is a uh, a, a minor low-key rivalry that has had its moments. None of these moments happened until Bill McCartney, a new head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes in the early 1980s, Walked in the door, saw Nebraska with a 59 nothing win over Colorado and 14 straight wins over Colorado and various top 10 number one rankings and all that and said, you know what? We, the lowly Colorado Buffaloes, our arch rival is Nebraska. Just walked straight in the door, pointed at the biggest dude and said, fuck you. Well, in Bill McCartney, so he said, I rebuke you. Mm-hmm. And Nebraska, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, I'm very disappointed in you for kicking kicking our our behinds so badly and nebraska said huh who are you right uh bill mccartney was like mountain mark rigged yeah i think so you know he uh he started that promise keepers thing right Mm -hmm. he did yeah Uh, yeah i got mixed up in that in like the early 1990s i remember there was a big youth group thing that yeah they trotted us out on the floor of the georgia dome and the thing, no way! the thing was full. It was like 75,000 Christian dads. And they had all the teens walk around on the field. And they like clapped like for the young warriors of for Christ and whatever. Ugh. Yeah. So, so be a so Tim the, Dwight for the Lord. Yeah, man. This was uh, this would have been Andre Risen era. I was I was so, the Andre Risen in the army of Christ. So <laughs> it was all about the burning bush. Burning down oh, the yes. temple. Oh, God, he does, doesn't he? So, yeah, so that's Bill R. McCartney's R. other uh, football connection. Is uh, Oh, but, but, by the way, ultimately, Colorado ended up being pretty competitive with Nebraska, or at least as competitive as anyone else was. Yeah, that's what we circle back to, is eventually this, this shit worked. Nebraska beat Colorado the... three times in the late 80s and claimed a national title before Tom Osborne did. That happened. Did y'all see the minor Nebraska-Colorado kerfuffle on the internet today? No. No. Wherein a, I think a Denver Post writer pointed out, I thought quite reasonably, that um, these new souvenir cups that are being sold uh, at the the Colorado games are made of metal. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, these make a pretty pretty good sound when they're thrown. And he had like a little video of him tossing the cup. And there's 18 million huffy... Nebraska fans in his mentions like you are threatening violence against the corn huskers for all the world like it, you could have told me that they were all Auburn fans and you changed the Avies and you absolutely would not be able to tell them apart like Nebraska when did y'all get so um SEC and not in a good way can we go back to this part of the story Colorado's handing out heavy metal cups mm-hmm. No, they're they're quite light. However, they're metal. They are. 
are they like tin or copper or something? No, like... no, no. They're like they're aluminum. Like they look like a lightweight version, like like some kind of like lightweight turvis situation, but not like insulated, double walled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, now everyone is uh, in the way of these things. Now is CCing the Denver Post angrily. All these Nebraska fans just like. This man here, this one officer, he's threatening the Huskers. Like, if I... Oh, God. It's everything you ever need to know about Nebraska's entirely unearned reputation for being the nicest, most knowledgeable fans in college football. The only college football thing to do in response, if you're a Nebraska fan, bring a granite chalice to the game. Insist that you have a right to defend yourself with your granite chalice. <laughs> There's a Second Amendment right to having a big hard cup. <laughs> so we, we here at Banner Society, we uh, we did a blog post that uh, is up at the time you listen to this podcast. I say confidently, uh, listing out some uh, all of us or several of us at least had a few ideas. Richard threw in. Oh, if it's got, hold on, it- threw in. Hello, Ryan. If it's a race between your ability to edit a post and my ability to get a podcast out on time, you're gonna win. Don't worry. I mean, the, I mean, the the post is. Don't edited. worry. It's it. I'm 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 being polite, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So you can you can you can read that, and you can also read this audio spinoff wherein we add more ideas, and also some from the listener slash readers. So that's it. That, that uh, the uh, the whole thing a is millionaire. explained. Uh, what should we start with? I was going to start with this one. All right, because I think it has the greatest name that anybody has proposed, which is this. It's from Mehmet Oker. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. That is tickled yeah, Mem- tonight. Yeah, Mehmet Oker suggests. That in the department of punching up to find your rival, Eastern Michigan and Michigan battling every year for the Mission Impossible Trophy. That's M I C H again. The Mission Impossible Trophy. Which yeah, man. I love it. Eastern Eastern walking in and being like, "Hey, Michigan." <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see. You don't it. even have a direction. Where the fuck are you? Kalamazont. <laughs> Aren't they like well, eight miles apart or something like that? They I'm are. Sorry, that, They're sorry, like eight miles like, apart. Turn your location on, Michigan. Fight! Oh <laughs> shit! Here you are. <laughs> oh shit! You're on top of me. I did not mix up Kalamazoo with Ypsilanti or Mount Pleasant. Do not at me. Yeah, they, they can be like, yeah. It. Listen, you don't have a you don't have a dick shaped building, do you, Ann Arbor? Huh? Yeah, take that. I'd like to point out when we talked about that on the show, I got corrections that were like, while the building you referenced is indeed dick-shaped, there's a more dick-shaped building. Oh, God, they did. It was beautiful. So so congrats to Eastern Michigan on having multiple dick-shaped buildings. Yeah, Michigan, we got backup dicks. <laughs> backup dicks. I do. Backup dicks. You know how much I really want to see Eastern Michigan do the motivational thing where they come at, like, came out of the tunnel and had to hammer down a wall of cinder blocks. Do you recall this? Yes. Yes. Okay. It was it and was that... sort of like a um like an abandoned American Gladiators event. Yeah, it was it was like definitely who couldn't figure their way around a stick. Are you ready to see your fixer upper? 
Spencer, you're saying you want them you want them to knock down the wall with their dicks? Uh yes, yes. Either that or to attempt to do that in the stadium in Ann Arbor on like the fifty yard line, but have it take much too long. Right. This is the worst and have it be, single. Yeah. And have it be like way too involved, right? Like the disrespect. The tedious disrespect. They're still moving. They can't move the blocks. The blocks are not... That structure's not even up to code! Yeah. The fire department has been called to inspect this. We've just dragged pregame from a a spicy brawl The community to... board will be hearing about this, Eastern Michigan, I assure you. <laughs> Man, you know the first thing re- real Michigan would do after the establishment of this trophy is to create an HOA for all Michigan State schools. <laughs> Just, just for the university, just an HOA for Michigan Stadium, just so somebody can tap you on the shoulder and be like, "Yeah, ah. that's how they lost. That's how they ended up with and lost the tanning salon." <laughs> Rest in peace, Zip Tans. Zip Tans. Welcome, Drip Tans. Jason, you want to propose one? Uh, so I came up with two. Uh, one is uh, pretty recent, pretty familiar, um, and I actually didn't intend to do this. Uh, I went to the all-time leaderboard by win percentage in FBS. I wanted to find the program with the worst history all-time out of everyone currently in the top level of college football. Is there, a cu- is there a cutoff for this, like minimum number of games or years or anything? Nope, just straight up okay. win percentage. That okay. brings us to Georgia State. You already see where this is going. Oh, God. We're going straight to the top. Oh dear. Um, mm, are you near the top? We're going for a team in the all-time top of top what? end of total wins in a somewhat recent national championship. That's. Guess they're going towards a top. We're going, we're going to a top. Yeah. We're going. We're going to Rocky Top. Uh, yeah, I'm going to play Nintendo. Georgia State. Hey, did you get the uh, Super Nintendo games yet? Bitch, I sure did, and I complained all day about Nintendo making everybody in America wait for a 7 p.m. Eastern download, but I gotta tell you, they really had their servers on point this time. I was downloaded and playing in like 45 seconds. Yeah, I can't wait for fucking GameCube games in 2021. Man, I want Mario 64. So, uh, yeah, Tennessee and Georgia State, they gotta play again. Uh, I found a historical connection. Because, like, now it's time. I mean, shit, they've given us reason to look a little deeper. Uh, Georgia State forefather, program founder, local hero, Bill Curry, went 5-11-1 all-time against Tennessee at Georgia Tech, Bama, and Kentucky. If you take out the Kentucky, it's a lot better than (laughs) (laughs) 5-11-1. And also, once wore Kanye shades for a a Georgia State preview, that man could cut a promo. He did do this. Also from the same high school as Outcast, in fact. Uh, That's just one of many things they. Wait, have wait, he went to Tri Cities. He did. Wow. Uh, if you take out the Kentucky, I think he's like five, five, and one against Tennessee. So <laughs> you got, you got, you got to break this tie, Vols. That would put him just below adult onset diabetes in the all-time record. So uh, let's see. Kentucky wears the same colors, basically the same species of mascot as Georgia State. So there's no, Tennessee. What do you got to be scared of? If you can beat Kentucky, you can beat Georgia State, right? We can't beat Kentucky. That's true. Uh, I mean, it's obvious what's in this. Good for night, jo- everybody. <laughs> it's obvious what's in this for Georgia State. Um, what's in this for the Vols? Hey, you get to go to Atlanta. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Wow. That doesn't that, that doesn't usually go well. Well, 
It doesn't usually go at all these days. <laughs> Good to see Turner Field. Tennessee fans like Turner Listen, Field, right? You you can't hurt me regarding the SEC championship game because, as previously noted, I have seen my team's quarterback run into his own goalpost and knock himself down during this game. I, I, every, I cannot be killed. I, I would love to tell Tennessee fans they have to drive to Turner Field and just watch them, like, panic in horror. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a there's an unsavory element. <laughs> That's all right. I'm bringing I'm bringing my gun in the glove compartment to protect my family. I'm bringing my cannon. It's a it's a big parking lot. You never know who might be hiding in the parking lot. I love that. I love that because everyone who every like idiot who's like, yeah, I'm going in town Atlanta. I'm gonna bring my gun. Okay, you, you got you got an open carry. Okay, cool. It means it's gonna be in the glove box. Okay, you know what's gonna happen? Your car is gonna get broken into, and they're gonna take <laughs> it right out of the glove box. Man, I lived seven tenths of a mile from that stadium for the first like three years I lived in Atlanta, and I never so much as had my car keyed. Well, yeah, that's because you didn't have you didn't have a Tennessee license plate. <laughs> yes, I did, and I had a gun in the glove box. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe your car was a transformer and it needed that gun. Yeah. 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 Um, I, speaking of cars, I would like to um, acknowledge that someone is has been driving around Atlanta playing the Georgia State-Tennessee game on what appears <laughs> to be like the side of an airport shuttle like, or something. It looks it looks like an aquarium filled with that <laughs> this game. This has happened before. <laughs> yeah. Not with this, this game. This is the local thing. But this happened after, this happened, was it the Georgia-Bama? It yep. was, I no, uh, I think every, it was. It was, it was the Rose Bowl. Yeah, it was the Georgia-Oklahoma mm. Rose Bowl. Also on uh, 75 South, right inside, uh, right around the busiest traffic point in, oh, let's say the world, there is a massive mm-hmm. billboard that is just Georgia State 38, Tennessee 30. Like the entire school budget went to putting up this fucking billboard. Respect. Whoever is, um, whoever has access to this car television technology, I hope you eventually use it for evil. Like if I could go back in time. I would somehow get you a copy of the Game of Thrones finale and have you drive around showing it the day before it's supposed to air. Yeah, that's good. Um, Oh, yeah. If you could have done that with Endgame, that would have been amazing. (laughs) Also, oh, yeah, people would have shot you, right? The other just, just thing a, I want, just a poorly cell phone film. Yeah, yeah, like like from the date from the debut in like Christchurch, New Zealand. No, right? you could do it with the fucking leak footage that was on Twitter like That's months right. before. Did y'all click on that shit? No, by I chance. No, nope. I was I like, nope. there's no way nope. this re- this is real. Oh, holy fuck, that's real! Like nope. it was straight to this, straight to Cap, Iron Man, and Thor versus Thanos, and I was like, shit, oh, shit. Bow, bail out, bail out. No, no. Um, I also want to point out that the next step in this, because remember, this started as a yellow Hummer with a, with a TV flat screen just on like the back. a television plugged into the back of it. Yeah, yeah, plugged into the back, and it was strapped to the back, and it was uh, driving around showing Georgia, Oklahoma, right? And, that, and now it's a fucking moving van. And now it's a moving van with like three sides. Eventually, if we're going to do this right... It's going to be a truck with flat screen strapped to every surface, including, including the top. The, no, including the windshield. That's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> that somebody's going to go, how can you see through this thing? You're like, oh, victory. Victory, baby, okay. gives you eyes you didn't know you had before. I mean, Jake Fromm going to guide me. <laughs> the vehicle's not moving anyway, so. Hi, I'm Jake from Best Buy. Yeah. 
Jake Jake Fromm, listen, do you think Jake Fromm knows where he's going with the ball? Yeah, pre-snap. That's how I drive. <laughs> it's called a visor. I looked at everything before. It's yeah, I looked, football I looked fashion. At, yeah, I looked before I even started the car and just said, hey, that's how the play's going to go. Knew where I was going with the van. Um, I would like to offer this suggestion from our friend Cuppy Cup, at Cuppy Cup on Twitter. University of Delaware and Michigan, since they have the same helmets. This led to an interesting discovery for me. Michigan did not actually develop or 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 first use, I guess. What? Yeah, the winged helmet. Mm-mm. What? Nope. You know who? I I know who. Go did. ahead, tell them. Princeton. Yeah. Yeah. Fritz Fritz Chrysler, uh, Mich- former Michigan coach, developed it at Princeton in their colors, and brought it to Michigan, and then one of his players. Um, whose name I'm not going to find here. David Nelson, it looks like. Yes, David M. Nelson brought it to Delaware, amongst several other schools, Harvard and Maine and Hillsdale College, and he brought it with him everywhere he went. Because the argument would be, well, you stole that from us. It's like, well, can you steal what's already stolen? Have you seen the Italian job? Hail to the that's called Yeah, that's called fencing. That's right. I mean... Oh, it's fanfic, Michigan. Let's introduce you to this. No, they they know it. Delaware's in the <laughs> Ivy League. Surely not. Oh no, they know they know fanfic. Come on, you don't think they have things about the Yalta Conference, right? Stalin took off his shirt. Strangely muscular for a man his age. Winston Churchill took notice. Winston Churchill. Oh, also God. strangely muscular. Emphasis on strange. Yeah. <laughs> you drink three liters of champagne a his day. His liver jacked, is dude. a muscle. Oh my God! Yeah, this is if you're a Princeton fan and any of this offends you, just have your dad email us. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm Neil Patel, editor in chief of the Verge, host of the Vergecast. We've been revamping the Vergecast more and more lately, and we're coming out with episodes twice a week, sometimes even a third bonus episode. On Tuesdays, I talk to influential people around the world of tech, like Microsoft founder Bill Gates and other tech execs, like the founder of Lime Scooters, the CEO of Beyond Meat. We've also been talking to a lot of reporters and academics about the major pressing policy issues in tech, like Facebook's content moderation, they're not doing great, YouTube's harassment plan, or lack thereof, and whether or not the government should break up Amazon, which maybe they should. And then every Friday, I sit down with executive editor Dieter Bone and Paul Miller for our chat show. We cover the latest in tech news and product reviews. We bring in our other reporters from around the Verge. That show is a party. You should listen to it. You can hear all that and more if you subscribe to the Vergecast wherever you get your podcast. We'd love for you to listen and join us. So again, subscribe to the Vergecast wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. This is Kara Swisher. I want to tell you about my podcast, Recode Decode. Every week, we have candid, in-depth conversations with people like Elon Musk, Nancy Pelosi, and Kathy Griffin. We talk about how they got to where they are today and how their work is changing our world. New episodes of Recode Decode are released every Monday and Wednesday, and we often have bonus episodes on Friday. Subscribe for free to be the first to hear them on Apple Podcasts or in your favorite podcast app. Yeah, the hel- Brian, uh, uh, helmet's fine. It's a yellow doodle. I have another. I have another one. Yeah, uh, set to go, uh, which is this. That uh, it's it, there is a visual. There's a visual here, and because podcasting is a visual medium, yeah. then our list readers will really appreciate this. But uh, it's from at Kivbot Slater Kivi, which is uh, 
to suggest the Delta State fighting okra thinks Bama are some bitches. And it's a picture of Shit, the fighting yeah. okra mascot looking pissed off with both hands on his hips ready to fight. Yeah. Yeah, man. Get him. Okra ain't scared. Get your ass kicked by a vegetable. Wouldn't be the first time. Actually, if I had to bet on anybody versus a bunch of dudes from Alabama, the vegetable, they're going to avoid it at all costs. What the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, where do you think Jeremy Pruitt got like that? We had several good Bama suggestions. The one I, the other one that I liked uh, was from at send aliens to me, uh, who suggested nice. Tulane versus Alabama for dominance of water-based nicknames. And the the brilliance here is not the game itself; it's that in the let's say one out of twenty, one out of thirty that Tulane wins, that's gonna piss the shit out of LSU. It's always good when you can create a rivalry that a third party will be most angry about if it goes a certain way. And this would, like, if, if you had a year where simultaneously Bama lost to Tulane but beat LSU, I feel like that would start getting written into LSU coaches' contracts as, like, your buyout is void, you're automatically fired if that happens in a given year. Ryan, instead of one out of 30, let's go one out of three because the all-time record is 27, 11, and three. But uh, that, uh, wow. Hey, hey, 1895 wins still count. That's true. This is the 150th anniversary of college football, so we have to acknowledge that. I'm sure it would go exactly the same today. Yeah, very little has changed. Yeah, I would... I, I'm just going to start doing fake 150 milestones, right? Mm-hmm. Making up players and cop, you know, like, you know, like old tuber leg Williams, tuber leg Williams for Rutgers, notorious punter slash long snapper, winner of the 1893 Heisman for that, by the way. Just make things up. Nobody will look it up. On this day in 1899, Ohio State played the first game against a team of all mules and won 12 to 8. Uh, one of our Purdue listeners brought this up, by the way. Suggested Purdue pick. To be clear, Michi- we respect Purdue anonymity on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We will we will not dox you if you are a Purdue fan. <laughs> I'm attempting to look at this while not We're making not. a giant hammering noise on my keyboard. Ho- Holly happens. is right. We will not perdox you. <laughs> no perdox. That's a perdon't. <laughs> Sorry. Purdue? Uh <laughs> Oh wow! Exactly. Um, Nick Saban. He went, he he didn't really pick a, a school, right? He just said, "Hey, it should be Nick Saban because Nick Saban uh, is one, three, and one." This is Travis Miller, by the way, at Just T Mill. What the I'm fuck happened to not perdoxing? I am perdoxing. I am I, I am more Purdue than Purdue. Next, you're going to tell people Travis runs a Purdue site. Shit. But, so it just so happens. Um, yeah, Saban has won three and one against Purdue. And he lost three straight at Michigan State. This has given me a good idea for what Purdue should uh, institute at all home games going forward. They should hand out plastic masks that look like Purdue Pete's face and have the whole <laughs> crowd wear them. Like Guy Fox mask style. Just like, if you had, to, like, right now people are like, you go to Purdue. They barely have lights, whatever. It's not a big deal. If instead, the whole fucking crowd had Purdue Pete's face, that would oh instantly become like one of the five hardest places to play. Yeah, they should do that and like dim all the lights 
cut right. out half the lights. Actually, can we do the ECW thing where we just have a bunch of peat heads that people just shake? Sure. All at once? Yeah. Let's get Sting to somehow hang over the field wearing a Purdue peat. Let's have Outfit. the Purdue masks. Their eyes are the lights. <laughs> you know there's some Purdue engineer right now thinking about how to do this, right? Get it yeah. Done. Listen, we're just trying to help your program. This will be great for recruiting, yeah. <laughs> You'll get all the weird kids. I know there'll be players crying on the sideline, like, oh, I don't want to play anymore. All the fucking weirdos. Son, have you ever seen The Crow? <laughs> Whenever a kid says, Yeah, I got Purdue in my top five, you take a step back. <laughs> yeah, dude. Why don't they just become the most metal program in college football, though? There's no reason. I mean, he's got a hammer. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Trains are loud. Trains are super loud. and Tra- Trains are really metal. <clears throat> Extremely metal. Mm-hmm. Um, this suggestion from Danny Berry, at the Danny Berry on Twitter. Please don't forget that Arkansas State sued Miami. That is a true thing that happened recently. Uh, it happened mm-hmm. because... Miami canceled. Miami's supposed to play a game at Arkansas State. They canceled their trip because I think this was two or three years ago. Um, because you guessed it, tropical storm, hurricane coming. Um, Arkansas State tried very, very hard to make this game happen. They offered to move the game up a day. They offered to fly the entire Miami staff and team out on their own dime and put them up on their own dime. They really, really wanted to play this game. Probably because if it was a Miami team within a certain range, they were probably like, yeah, we can beat those fucks. Um, Didn't happen. They ended up suing Miami for not ever making up the game. In that case, settled. But I still think there's a that like a history of litigation is a great reason to start a rivalry. Yeah. I mean, look at like Arkansas State on the Tuesday night Sunbelt game or whatever. If you Mm -hmm. happen to follow a couple Miami fans... They will still, you know, they'll say, oh, let's see who's on tonight. Oh, those guys, fuck them. Like, yeah. <laughs> it still goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like, Miami occasionally does the camo thing. And you bring that to Arkansas State, and it's like, okay, we can do camo 100%. <laughs> it's just Miami fans going, hey, man, that's actually kind of nice. What is that? Real tree? <laughs> <laughs> wow. We, we got, I mean, really dark. Yeah, we gotta take that back to the three hundred five, y'all. This is nice. I know it would be really, really dope. Real, uh, real palm tree. Yeah, really. <laughs> do it like like neon pink teal palm tree camo. Let's get it done, dude. Like the like the city uniforms the Heat had. Yeah, last yeah year. that but like palm that tree palette. camo. That'd be amazing. Right. So you're essentially you you want a um Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Version, yes. version of real tree. That is all the is Miami that? University of Miami is that? here to do is Yeah. I, I want to I, mean, I want to do tactical raids on uh on South Beach. <laughs> that does work because <laughs> that does work because every Miami season I feel like Miami fans start by going, Oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> the first half against Florida, our quarterback's incredible. Yo, we're back. And then he switches to Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> I want a trade track again? Christ. 
Um, The other Miami suggestion we got was from Harvey Mushman at Southard Street. Miami, Ohio versus Miami, Florida. Because fuck those guys. Miami, Ohio, was a university when Florida still belonged to the Spanish. Fuck you, Miami, and the jet ski you rode in on. Tell them. Wow, that's that's strong. That's strong. That's... They uh That's they are strongly... playing soon, are they? Yeah, they they're playing in in a couple years. Yeah, because looked up the history at the time and like, yeah, Miami, Florida is basically named after Miami, Ohio's part of the mm-hmm. country. I forget what. Oh, it's a it's a the lake, right? Sure. The... If you say, I mean, it's Ohio, so yeah, that sounds. Well, right. it's like the a lake in Florida that ultimately the city was named after, and that lake was named after the part of the Midwest from whence okay. the Red Hawks come. So, I thought, I thought you were going to say that it was named after it was named after that lake, but it was actually the ocean because these people <laughs> were stupid. Yeah, it was named. Yeah, we should we should call the Atlantic Ocean Lake Miami. That's fine. There's a there's a family joke. Uh, among my West Virginia cousins about the first time some of our kinfolk were taken to visit the ocean and it's two of them standing knee deep in the Atlantic and one of them's like, thank God, has I bet it's three, four mile out across there. Gotta be, gotta be at least. <laughs> there we go. That's a bunch of, bunch of idiot, Ohio, a bunch of idiot Ohioans get to Get to Florida, and they're like, whoa, these weird buzzy birds that are sucking my blood. They're weird. That's about a whole day's swim. Gotta be. Gotta be. Lord. <laughs> I mean, geez, the bottom, that's gotta be at, late, at least 10 feet deep. I'm gonna call it, I'm gonna call it Lake Miami. Get a Bob Evans, put it in here. <laughs> Dollars. Bitch, you grew up near the ocean. It didn't make you smart. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what no. I'm speaking from expertise here. I know my. I know my like. Uh, who are you call? Who are you calling dullards? I know my vintage of stupid. <laughs> to be clear, to be clear, you're calling Spencer, other people dullards, Spencer. and we do this podcast. Spencer's yeah. the coastal elite. Yeah, <laughs> it is known. That's true. Which coast? Well, funny discussion. <laughs> any any water? Any any water? We want to do more of these lightning round ones. Uh, I got a couple. I got yeah. a good one, which is which is a repeated one that I've seen a couple of times, and it is baffling. Uh, which is uh, this is at Braves and Birds, but not the only person who mentioned this. Michael says Illinois has been doing this with Michigan for years. <laughs> More muck Michigan shirts there than in Columbus, whereas Michigan fans are mostly "Who are you again?" Now, most of the time, I would make fun of Michigan for doing this with anyone. Do this with Illinois for Do the this. rest of your lives. I Illinois keep doing this because it's clearly bothering them. <laughs> Who are you? Do it. Actual I like I believe the sincerity of that question. Right? Because in your are lives you a grad student? Yeah. Is this is it Illinois? Champaign Urbana. Ah, I see. Because what's the highlight of Illinois? Michigan is more of like a Cava suburbia. I had to do it. I had to do it so Spencer wouldn't. I am a hero. That's a valid point. That golden dream. The table's really turned on you, Spencer. See, the funny thing about Boy George is he's a boy, but dresses like a girl. It's crazy. Uh, We're going to get more letters now. 
But yeah, it's just um, absolutely baffling. It's, a- it's just absolutely baffling <laughs> that. Goddamn. Our Budrick editor. Uh, it's baffling to me that Illinois would even try to have a rival at all. <laughs> like, it was bad enough. Remember when, when Tim Beckman decided to make Northwestern, you know, the enemy of yes. all things? <laughs> And they got like North, about that. Northwestern big time, do you do? Team up north. So if you go to the the Wikipedia page for college football rivalry games, Illinois is on here five times. Oh, brother! With whom? Um, there's Illinois, Michigan, as we've all these as fucking we've Big Ten Cracker Barrel Wall trophies. Illinois, Missouri, a game which has only been played twenty four times, the and not since arch rivalry. Yes. Um. Oh. God, that's what is the trope? What it's is the trope? It's a it, Louis Arch. I don't know. Um, no, it's it, it's yeah. a v, it's a VH cop. It's a like really battered VHS copy of Emmanuel, checked out at a gas station. Into <laughs> the galaxy. Um, yes, Illinois, uh, Illinois Northwestern, the battle for the land of Lincoln trophy. Hat, isn't um, that hat? That's hat, right? I don't. That's really a remember. a brass stovepipe hat. Which I have Illinois Purdue, up. which is played for the Purdue Cannon, which like I don't think your I don't think your prize should be named after one of the schools. That series tied 44, 44, and six. Actually, can I uh, can I dispute the thing where the trophy should be named after one of the schools? Because I think I've just hit upon a really good way to start a rivalry trophy if you don't have one already yeah. and you want one, and the other school is not cooperating. Just steal something of theirs and then say you can have it back if you beat us. Well, that's that's literally the story of the little brown jug. Oh, hey, look at that! <laughs> so, like, no, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, schools now should go around stealing property from other schools and then saying you can have it back with a home and home. Yeah, that, but that that is so. so do, do y'all know the story of the little brown jug? No, no, no I, I don't. don't. Actually. Um, th- this, so War. This, this is the Michigan Minnesota trophy. Um, basically. Um, the, the story goes that Michigan was on this huge winning streak in the early 1900s and they were supposed to play Minnesota in 1903. A student manager was told to purchase something to carry water because Fielding Yost was worried that, um, Gopher fans were going to like poison. They're going to poison the well. I didn't know Fielding Yost coached at Nebraska. (laughs) So... Uh, the, the student manager goes and buys a jug from like somewhere in town, like a, a like a pottery jug. At the jug import the juggery. CVS. Right. right. The jugmonger. Right. Um The Jugmonger. So so they they play this game where um this is like the I think the point a minute Michigan team, the team that's just like killing everybody. This game ends tied six six, which is uh, you know, a huge upset for Minnesota fans. They swarm the field, um, and the game gets called with two minutes remaining. I'm not entirely sure why. I, they swarm the field when uh, Minnesota scores the tying touchdown, that is. Game gets called with two minutes left, and Michigan leaves, including leaving the jug behind in the in their locker room. A custodian finds... Wow, Fielding Yost was a litter bug. A custodian finds the jug. Litter and, jug. And and, and, <laughs> wow. and brings it to the... Brings it to the... Uh, the the AD. And the AD... Um, the AD basically decides, like... 
this Brought it is... to the AD, what, a tribute? Like, hey, free jug. Well, so, so the custodian finds it and is like, hey, they left this behind. Although some people think that maybe the custodian stole the jug. Not really clear. Oh, they would fucking say that about a working man. But basically at that point, the... Sorry I didn't go to Dalton Fielding. <laughs> then Minnesota was like, well, we're going to paint this jug. And now it's going to be our rivalry trophy. And now it is what Michigan and Minnesota play for. All the time. This abandoned jug that Minnesota just decided, this is our trophy now. That is incredibly stupid, and I applaud it. Oh, it, college. There I are... mean, so the other rivalry that I didn't get to on the Illinois is uh, on the Illinois list is Illinois Ohio State, a game which was first played for a live turtle. Yep. All yeah, all these should be live or metal live animals or like metal representations of dead animals. Sure. I I think it should be played for whatever you can steal. Like Floyd right? of Rosedale is the iconic. Oh but yeah, like, yeah. You know, it should be like you know Tulane. Tulane has you know the School of Tropical Medicine. So I don't know. Like, hey, stole this big old jug of you know anthrax. Stole your School of Tropical Medicine. Play for the vial of cholera. Stole, wow, stole Tulane the whole block of your campus. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever you can steal. If it's a person, go ahead. <laughs> it's not kidnapping. You just stole a person. It's totally different. It's jaunty. <laughs> we forcibly occupied athletics. your law school. Yeah. <laughs> I I do think if we're gonna expand these these rivalry games, we also need to be willing to kill rivalry games that have. Oh wow! I really thought yeah, you were the, gonna just stop there. That was a that was a quite a tried a dramatic pause in that sentence. <laughs> we're gonna have to be ready. I'm to like, take the next hang step. on. I don't. I'm not in on this one. Yet. Why? Why? <clears throat> hey, uh, um, I'll, I'll hear you committed. out, I guess. But commitment to the team. Some of the, some of these games are going to have to go. That's all I'm saying. Um, if if Tennessee and Georgia refuse to play for water rights every year on the Chattahoochee, like I fucking demand, then they don't deserve to have a rivalry game. Uh, and we should just take it away from them because it's boring. It has no stakes. There is no name. No trophy. And the game is stupid. I'm going to say this. We should cancel Tennessee Vanderbilt. I know it has to be played every year because that's how division... No, goes. I thought you were going to stop again, and I was like, hell yes! <laughs> like, when Vanderbilt beats Tennessee, it doesn't seem to actually help Vanderbilt's overall shine. No, it really doesn't. And when Tennessee beats Vanderbilt, no one cares. When Tennessee beats Vanderbilt, it's like, yes, this is what you're supposed to do. Beating Vanderbilt is like getting out of the dentist without having to have a root canal. Right. Like, you're like, oh, phew. All right. When's lunch? So, like, it just, it's it's not serving anyone at this point. Just cancel it. Call it a tie every year and don't play it. Oh, hey, is it El Asico week? Technically, no, I don't think so. I think that's next week. Okay, never mind. Oh, oh, yes, because um, Iowa plays Rutgers. No, because I have an Alaska story. <laughs> if if for some reason there is a single word on the internet identifying that as a rivalry, it's now canceled. Does Rutgers have anybody? <laughs> Rutgers, the oldest college football program, or at least uh, way up there. No, no rivals listed on this Wikipedia page. None. How is that possible? How do you make it this long and not have one? Excellent evasion skills. Oh. Yeah, elusiveness. Plus sure. 10 to stealth. 
It's you know, it's, it's Jersey. Uh, it's Jersey. Someone fixed that for you, man. Don't worry about it. I got it. You're gonna have uh, a rivalry, uh, uh, but you know. Rutgers Rutgers rivalry is Waste Management International. Do you really want to associate with Rutgers? No, absolutely not. No matter not. which university you are. Michigan wants to get into it. Michigan has like a weird little thing with Rutgers, although it's mostly recruiting, recruiting based. based. Yeah, it's yeah. entirely recruiting based. Okay. I'm going to take the keg of nails off the table because, okay. I mean... It's taking the it's taking the fun out of all the normal kegs of nails that I have in my life. Yeah. Also, like it's confusing. Louisville, Louisville, Cincinnati. That that's just way too much like River City in in one rivalry, right? Like, yay, it's humid. It smells kind of weird. Ah, we're human. It smells kind of weird too, but with horses. Yeah, I don't. There's no appeal to this. We're going to reduce it. We're going to take away the keg of nails. They don't play anyway. What are you taking away? Right. Yeah. No, no, they've played 53 times. They haven't played in like five years. I'm trying to clear this spreadsheet, Jason. You're just going to have to work this with me here. Wow. Needs, this spreadsheet needs to gain clutter. That's what we're here to do. I don't... Yeah. We're, we're, we're here to, we're we're here here to, to add We're here and to provide subscribe. balance. We, are, we aren't balancing That's right. shit. We are, we are here to expand the spreadsheet with... <laughs> I'm here to bloat this sucker. <laughs> I want the stupidest rivalries possible. Condos, not Marie Kondo. <laughs> How about this suggestion from Matt Berry at MattBerry05 on Twitter? Georgia Tech is too scared to play Kennesaw. It's fucking true. (laughs) It is true. They're literally running away from the flex phone option offense because someone else in the state does it better. I mean, owls eat insects, so I think. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Which one of those schools has it? Oh. Yeah, owls are part bat. I didn't think of Georgia Tech's mascot as an insect because it's so like unlifelike. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little it's uh, like Georgia Tech football. It's a little. The fl- it's a little brundle flyy. No, for a second I was like, <laughs> which, which one of those has an insect mascot? Because I don't think of Buzz as being a bug. Cars aren't insects. <laughs> Buzz, I think. Yeah. Buzz is an alien, right? That's what he is. Yeah, clearly. He doesn't, have, Buzz doesn't get enough. he doesn't have six legs. Buzz should be costume. listed on the level as like the Stanford tree. No, and I hate that they don't. Not. They don't find six-legged humans to play Buzz, no. Well, you, uh, Jason, you could add legs to the I goddamn know, costume. That'd be a neat Fuck. trick. Hey, it's a listen. Why are you two fighting? Is it? Is you two it, fighting like it. the married couple? Also, Jason, my favorite but, part about Tech's uh, long, long, long Russell Athletic Sponsorship yeah. was Buzz kept wearing Converse Chuck Taylors the entire <laughs> time. Yep. <laughs> Had wear shocks. It wasn't until they switched to Adidas that they're like, "Can we put some fucking branded shoes on the mascot?" <laughs> and Georgia Tech was like, "What mascot?" <laughs> Remember, <laughs> That's Georgia Tech's mascot. Nobody asked for it. It was just a guy who ran out in the field because he thought that would be a way to impress a woman. That's Did pretty much get... everything you need to know about the Georgia so, Tech experience. So the same, the, the same theory as the guy who shot Ronald Reagan. So he ran onto wait, the wait, field wait. at Georgia a Georgia Tech, Tech game to impress a woman. From? Yeah, no, that that he that he did it to he ran out in the field. Nobody like Buzz's story as a mascot is that this guy went out there dressed as uh, a yellow jacket. The name, by the way, has nothing to do with the actual yellow jacket. It came from the yellow jackets worn by students at Georgia Tech games. Oh, it didn't come from the incredibly virulent and awful insects that are all over georgia i don't buy that yeah it's crazy but no it didn't come from like bees but seriously assholes right no 
it came from yellow jackets. So this guy actually bees, took like, too much. yeah, what if bees, but way too much and no honey, right? Uh, this was, this guy just went out there dressed as uh, the stupidest possible joke on the name, uh, wore Converse Chucks, all because he thought it would be a good way to impress a girl. That's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Okay. Stop ducking Kennesaw State is what we're saying. Get your ass on the field. Yeah. We'll, we'll play at the Brave Stadium. How about that? No, it's taken. Oh, you mean the new one? Yeah, the, the the actual Brave Stadium, not the abandoned one, not the undead Ted. <laughs> undead Ted. We'll play at the safe one. Uh, there's another one here, uh, which I really like, which is from uh, at jkinney1987, Joey Kenny. Kansas does not want that Pittsburgh state work. Wow, here come the gorillas. That's the sole reason I chose this, because... Pittsburgh State has what has to be a top five college football team name. They are the Pittsburgh State Gorillas. Is their logo, does their logo feature a big-ass gorilla? Hell yes, it does. I think. Does it make any sense, given that Pittsburgh State is in the middle of Kansas? Noted gorilla <laughs> habitat, Kansas? The, the rainforests um, of Kansas. I'm sorry, what says Kansas more than unlicensed zoo? It's true. I think they have it's the true. perfect color scheme for a gorilla team, too. Bright ass red. We actually really just like Michael Crichton novels, it turns out. Like, caution, gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's only polite. We were almost the Pittsburgh State sphere. This was uh, Pittsburgh State, by the way. Like, in case you don't know, generated, yeah, Dennis Franchoni. Uh, also, a really, like, an excellent fo- a, like, football program. I they... think I knew that Franchoni element. Yeah, they got four national oh, titles. Oh, I thought you meant Dennis France. Sorry. I wish you had not said generated. That really feels uncomfortable. <laughs> I liked that part because mm. it sounded like uh, they spawned him in a multiplayer game. That's really the... <laughs> how else would he have come into the world? I don't know. You know, from a vat. Where do Gen- Dennis saying. Francioni's come from? Ew. They're not born. <laughs> they are grown. On the plains of Kansas. Like gorillas, right? (laughs) We send the gorillas. We send the gorillas out into the fields with the combine. The lambs are through to the killing field. Just, just see gorillas out there, just you know, like doing the rage tossing, like they do with grass, but with wheat instead. No, with Dennis Franchonis. Yeah, with this. (laughs) Goodall's like, what the fuck is going on? America is weird as hell. Jane Goodall getting an email, a Google alert from the shutdown forecast. Also, seriously, there's a valid, very valid point, Joey. Kansas probably actually didn't want Pittsburgh State. It's true. They probably still don't, if we're going to be honest, man. They can't even handle assorted Dakotas. Yeah. <laughs> I like assorted Dakotas because it sounds like a Russell Stover box. Although, can I tell you? Can I, they're all, can they're I tell all you? Yeah, no, nobody wants to eat Chocolate the, like, Chocolate-covered no. rock. <laughs> Nobody wants to eat the USD one, rock, right? Rock chocolate. <laughs> can I, can I tell you two? Hang on. Jay we just found That's something even better cool. here. We did. Um, can I also tell you what Pittsburgh State's first coach's name was? Please do. Garfield Weed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> His name was Garfield Weed. The world's first His Twitter name user. was literally what the stupidest stoner you know. What put is his Twitter name? That's my Snapchat password. That's so silly that it is, uh, I'm certain that is like post-ironic Facebook page. Uh, Facebook memes page. 
that's like some extremely weird rapper stuff, right? Like, yeah, check out my mixtape, Garfield Weed. It's unfortunate because you know his parents were like, we love our son, and so we'll give him a name that shows that we love him, and he'll never be mocked generations from now. <laughs> because of a lasagna eating cat. An immortal name. Yeah, I bet that was a res- I bet that name was respectable as hell back when. How? It sounds so stupid. That's the weird part. Garfield uh. legalize it weed. No, it's better because his name is W E E D. Pioneer of the forward pass. And his name is W E E D E. In case it wasn't like Oh, so it's like a an e- it's like he's a vapor. He was yeah. a well, it's, vapor. it's like he couldn't get Garfield weed, the W E E D on Twitter, so he had to add an E. <laughs> Can we get an umlaut like in the there? Three the, for real, the, e. the real Garfield weed. Garfield weed official. Garfield weed, weed 420 cuz you needed a number. <laughs> This is the weirdest lost mystical track. <laughs> cool Keith alias. Yeah. <laughs> AKA Garfield Weed. So this is this is kind of a developed one. Um I'm gonna propose that Maine, my beloved New Balance Maine Black Bears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Pause. They wear New Pause. Balance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spencer, that's what they have for hands. Very good. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going, Jason. They uh they go ahead and call out Hawaii. All right. FCS team calling out a FBS team saying that's our arch rival. This works because Maine just does this shit. I mean, when you're the northernmost and the easternmost school in all of Division One that plays football, you you tend to do some far flung shit. Last year in the playoffs they had to go to uh Ogden, Utah or Weber, Utah, whichever one Weber State is in. Garfield, Weed, They had Utah. to go to Garfield, Utah. Then they had to fly all the way back to Maine. Then they had to go to Garfield, Washington to play EWU, AWU uh, a week later. Maine does this shit. Frequent flyer miles for all. Now they get to go to Hawaii. That's awesome. Bears would love Hawaii. Bears would, like, you could it hibernate warm, in a volcano. It is moist. There's abundant local fruit. Mm-hmm. Bears know how to surf. Yep. Bears can swim. Oh, man. Can you can you imagine what bears would just pull out of, you know, like the ocean there just fishing away? Yeah. They'd be so happy. There's They'd be like, look, I got a Matthew, I got a Matthew McConaughey. Hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brother, you, you, earned, you, you earned it. I'm not even mad. How you doing, my burly furry compadre? Just out here singing a song of yourself in the surf. Have we talked about this new Matthew McConaughey situation? Uh, no. What, what is this one? What's he up to now? Being an academic? Yeah. His, his role as an academic at the University of Texas? Specifically, I meant the Twitter thread that it spawned. Oh, I don't... I, I, I am don't unfamiliar know. with this. Uh, never mind, I don't have it to hand. There's a there's a gentleman on Twitter who has been uh, constructing a never-ending thread of Matthew McConaughey lecturing in various classes at Texas. I, I think the important thing is that now if you Google Matthew McConaughey, Google will autofill professor in as one of your first... Shit, things. yeah. Um... <laughs> Which, listen, Texas fans, to the extent you wanted to argue that you were the best public school and not Michigan or <laughs> Virginia or one of the UC schools or whatever, uh, I'm go ahead and say this knocked you down a peg. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Disagree. Like, who's Michigan got? Some stuffy expert in copyright law? Mm-hmm. Please. Please, Boring. McConaughey's like McConaughey's ten times the academic that man is. Copyright whoever this imaginary person is. Seats, brother. That's what it's all about here at school. 
He's teaching a class on filmmaking, and I hope it's just Matthew McConaughey showing you his movies for a whole semester. No homework, no papers, just like, hey man, let's watch my movies. I hope he doesn't remember any of them, and he's like, just face full of delight, like, huh! Man, Sahara's better than the critics say! I don't remember this one at all. (laughs) I want him to go through his rom-com phase, when his career nearly tanked completely. That's why I would like to watch all of those. All right. So, hey, this scene right here, yeah, paid for a Corvette. And this scene here, it also paid for a Corvette. And this one, this one, this one, this one paid for a Corvette. <laughs> I got three of them. Ah, here, here we go, Spencer. I found the tweet. It's from user Jimmy G uh, at Jimmy Guards on Twitter. Oh, and why don't you, uh, why don't you read? And him, uh, beloved fan. Correct. Why don't you read Matthew McConaughey uh, and his his work to the to the Texas basketball team? This wood, Kimo Sabes, that's forest. That orange pelota over there, former swine man, life energy. This monk to my left, vitality. Yeah, that's good. Uh, this world is gonna call y'all football players. Nah, 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 caballeros. Laughs mischievously to self. Y'all are soul sherpas in a sweat lodge of equanimity. Kiss the fire, Sensei. Coo to the mighty Jayhawk. Seek balance in the koi pond inside it's you. It's all incredibly real. Yeah, no, this is this is amazing, man. Jimmy, please keep this up forever. Thank you. Yeah, this is. I mean, come on, like you could go to Michigan. I support you if you go to Michigan. Michigan's well, a wonderful you place. You probably could. Yeah, I probably we, couldn't. We no. couldn't. To be clear, we couldn't. No, no. I mean, we no. Ryan, Ryan maybe could. No, that's not true. You, we right. did go to the state. It's true. They, they let us in, and they, they graciously uh, permitted us our escape. So, Maine and Hawaii have already played in fo- each other in football. There's precedent here. In 1990, Maine went to Hawaii and lost by 40 points. <laughs> so, there's there's a grudge on one side. On the other side, you had, like, so, when Hawaii, the kingdom of Hawaii was overthrown by the U.S. government, I was astounded by how many Maine people were involved like the ambassador at the time the um, the last American ambassador to Hawaii the first and the sixth American governor of Hawaii the chief justice of the Supreme Court the dude who set up the first English school which was Barack Obama's high school a hundred and forty whatever years later like the insane amount of Maine uh involved in like taking over hawaii like i would be fucking if i i feel like if i'm from hawaii i'm like fuck maine yes let's play them in football. let's beat the shit out <laughs> yeah. of just everyone in like the 1880s and 1890s who was sitting there you know in maine like well i've done everything i can here in maine been a fine uh member of society and a, a booster to this economy and uh raised a family uh you know i'm now 24 years old Cause, time to die. Time yeah, to get what am the I... fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, somebody's like, hey, do you want to go there? Well, let me look at the almanac and see what the current... T- My God! <laughs> <laughs> just like, just leaves a leaves a dude-shaped hole in the wall, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Looney Tunes hole in the wall. Yeah, <laughs> just... <laughs> BAP! <laughs> just be like, who are all these weird, like, who are all these weird people just going around pantsless in Hawaii? Yeah, they're all from Maine. That's everybody. They're just not putting their pants back on. Such freedom! The Jason, how do you feel about the, um, the other half of the... Like, what happens when Hawaii has to go to Maine? 
So, <clears throat> according to a 2013 Gallup poll, Maine and Hawaii are the two states people are least likely to move out of once they get there. So, Hawaii might just stay put. And then we have a local rivalry, right? Uh, there's also a six-acre yeah, island in Maine bears. called Hawaii 2, which was bought via some dumb internet stunt. I have a rivalry trophy for you. Hawaii's first super ferry boat was bought by the Navy and then given to somebody in Maine where it now shuttles people between Maine and Nova Scotia. The big-ass boat is your rivalry trophy, all right? Do you, and, have, to take, do you have to take the boat to the game? No. The okay. winning team has to putter the boat all the way through the Panama Canal. To be, <laughs> by the time you get there, it's time to go By the time you get there, it's time to play the game again, yeah. <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> now you're changing hands. All right, turn it back around. And I have, a, I have a name for you. It's obvious. It's easy. This is the battle for the mainland trophy. Wow. wow. I love when Jason does the research, because I never will. Hey, it's John Gennaro, executive producer of SB Nation's team podcast. The NFL season's almost here, and if you're anything like me, you're looking for a podcast that covers your team to get caught up on before the kickoff of the regular season. SB Nation has got you covered. We've created 32 NFL podcasts, one for each team's fan base, hosted by fans of that team. If you're looking for a deeper, funnier, nerdier, and more authentic podcast experience than anywhere else, you'll definitely want to check it out. Not every NFL fan is the same, and SB Nation is there for the ones that want to hear about their team. Subscribe today and you'll get new episodes for news, game previews and recaps, in-depth analysis, and more. Find the podcast for your favorite football team at sbnation.com slash NFL podcasts.